morning. Awesome. Good to be here. And welcome to the Zambia crew and everybody else online. Love it. That's great. Technology, eh? Who'd have thunk? I mean, I'm, I'm old enough to remember when this wasn't possible. You sent letters. Well, my wife's away in Zambia, uh, which is pretty exciting. And this week, I've actually been questioning my competency as a father, <laughs> as a provider, not, not from my own ability or not from my own sense of myself, but everyone asking me, how are you doing? How are you doing? Like looking into my eyes longingly, like, you okay? Kids okay? So just so you all know, we're okay. We're okay. Things are well. I think my wife actually is questioning it too, because half an hour before she left, her mom arrived. And she's cooking all week, and she <laughs> it's amazing. So praise the Lord for, uh, for mother-in-laws. Thank God. So I'm coping. This week, uh, we're going to look at His All. God's All for Us. That's the title of the sermon today. Last week, we looked at Our All, what God expects from us. And that word, if you sing it, and we sang it again today, every fiber of my being. We sing it, right? We sing, we sing the words, um, I give you my all, all those different songs we sing. Do we live that life? What's God expecting from us from the word? And it's not just the songs, it's the scriptures. God's looking for our whole hearts, wholehearted Christianity. We looked at Amaziah last week, one of the kings in the Old Testament, where it says he served the Lord God, but not wholeheartedly. He had a choice to make. See, is he going to give God his whole heart or not? And we each have a choice to make. Are we going to give God our whole hearts? Are we going to live wholehearted Christianity? Every area, every fiber of my being. May that be our prayer. Not just a song, but our prayer. And it's not, a, it's not a, a necessarily a moment when, okay, I've arrived. Right? There are moment-by-moment moment decisions we all make in our lives where you're, you're, God confronts you with something in a sermon or you're listening to a song or you're praying or you're reading the Word and God's saying, okay, it's time to go deeper. And you say, yes, Lord, I want to go deeper. I want to go that all in. I want to move towards that, giving you my all. And as we continue to do that, as we say, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, People stood last week when I did a call. Is it speaking to anybody? People stood. That's one of those moments for you where you say, God's speaking something. Yes, Lord. Right? Nick preached on Ephesians recently. It was half a year of Ephesians. And there were many times when he, there was a call comes out, and it's that yes, Lord moment. When you okay, God, I want to go deeper. There's something you're doing. And God says he draws near to those who draw near to him. So we make a decision for God. And God's, God's steps are bigger than ours are. He's also drawing near to us. We say, yes, Lord. He says, yes. He's coming near as well. And he meets with us. And today we're going to look at the other half of it. His all. That word is used throughout the Bible to represent our all, what God's expecting from us. But also he meets us with his all. And we're going to look at that today. Now we'll start my timer. <laughs> Inside joke, we, uh, we have a, a certain number of minutes we're looking for, and there you go. I missed it up already. God's looking. He's looking. The eyes of the Lord range to and fro throughout the earth, seeking to strongly support those who heart, whose hearts are completely His. God is looking to strongly support you. He's looking for hearts that are His. That's what we focused on last week. 
He's also looking to support those hearts. We say, yes, Lord, we draw near. He draws near. He's looking to strongly support our hearts. And my goal today is to encourage you that God is for you. We sang it. Nick prayed it. But I want to encourage you. God is for you as a believer. Sometimes we say that and we believe it. Yes, Lord, but God is actually really for you. Exclamation mark. He really is for you as a believer. It's throughout the scriptures. Sometimes we have difficulty receiving that, receiving it and walking it out and taking hold of it and going, yes, God is for me. Either through disbelief or through your experiences with your own father, sometimes you're just difficult to receive. But I want to encourage you this morning, let the word just wash over you as we look into the word and what God says about his all in. Amen? Amen. There you go. There's the exclamation mark. And that's there for a reason. God is for you. He's for you. He's for us. He's for you as a believer. You individually. First John says, How great is the love the Father's lavished on us that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. His love that he's lavished on us. And we're going to look at a bunch of scriptures just now where it's that lavishing of God's love. It's the all-in from the Lord, where he meets us with his love. He backs us up. He supports us. He strongly supports us. He lavishes his love on us. And one story we're going to look into here is the prodigal son. And just where God, where God meets the prodigal son, where the father meets the prodigal son and lavishes his love upon him. So this is the parable here. Jesus continued, there was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth and wild living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country, who sent him to feed the pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, thank God, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have food to spare, and here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worried, worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and he went to his father. Now if you look at the attitude of that son, that's probably an appropriate attitude to have. Humility, contriteness. He's obviously he, he's coming with humility to his father. Saying, Father, I blew it. I messed up. I sinned against you. And what's the father's response? Yes, son, you're right. Here you go. You can have the servant's quarters. Come on in. You can work 60 hours a week, two meals a day. That's not the father's response in this parable. That may be your father's response. That may be what we have in our minds as atypical father's response, perhaps, right? Being human. And you may have seen that before. Some, God, some fathers respond like that when their sons screw up, when they mess up. But the father says, well, what happens here is while he was still a long way off, 
His father saw him and he was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, now he had this line memorized. He said, Father, I've sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For the son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. What a picture. What a picture of the father's response. The son comes as a servant. He says, Father, I'm not even worthy to be called your son. I'm a servant. And God's response is not just to, or the father's response here is not just to accept that, but to go beyond. To say, no, you're not a servant. You're my son. Quick, quick, grab the robe. Quick, grab the ring. Put it on his finger. And this is a, a, par- a picture for us. As Christians, like the prodigal son, all of us have gone astray. All of us had gone astray. We'd all been eating the muck of the world, feeding the pigs, doing whatever. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All. And when we did not even want him, God sent his son to die for us that we might have forgiveness of sins and be reconciled to our father. That we can even come to our senses. When we didn't even want him, he sent his son. Because God wants us. Because the Father loves us. He sent his son to those that were giving him the middle finger. Those that were off. He sent his son to die for us. That's the Father's love. That's the all-in we're going to look at here. Is the Father's love for us. And as we come to our senses and put our faith in Jesus Christ, each one of us can come to the Father. And we have come to the Father. If you're a Christian here, you've had that moment where God stirred something in you, you came to your senses, you said, what am I doing? There's a God in heaven, and I'm putting my faith in Jesus Christ, and your life changed. And that's salvation. That's what God calls us to. And we can only do that because of what he did. But it's coming to our senses and going to the Father. And what does God do when we do that? We come to him, and there's a celebration. Just like we see in the parable, there's a celebration. It says that all heaven celebrated. All heaven rejoiced when you were saved. You, the individual, when you were saved, all heaven rejoiced. Just think of it for a moment. All of heaven rejoiced when one sinner gets saved. That's the celebration we see here, the fattened calf. My son was dead, now he's alive. This is what God cares about. All heaven rejoiced. And he said, quick, put these things on. And just in case you need a visual, he said, quick, put the robe on. Quick, put the ring on. Quick, put the sandals on. You can't see I have sandals on now. Your best robe. It doesn't just say the robe. It says the best robe. Grab the best robe and put it on him. This is my son. You are my son. He says to the prodigal son. The son came in the right, in the right mindset. He was contrite as a servant. The father says, quick, grab that robe. Let's declare over him who he really is. This is my son. 
And when you were saved, God declares over you, his spirit testifies to your spirit, this is my child. You are my child. You are my son. You are my daughter. Quick, grab the robe. Quick, grab the the ring and the sandals. This is not my servant. This is my son. You are my son. You are my daughter. And you might say, well, sometimes I don't feel like a son. And he says, quick, put it on. Don't take it off. You are a son. You are a son of God. doesn't matter what you feel like. It'd be weird if I went to my dad and said, I don't feel like your son. It'd be weird. God spoke to me and said, I'm his son. He spoke to you. Believe it. Declare it. Don't let the enemy spread his lies. The word of God declares it. He has adopted us as his sons and daughters. And if you struggle with shame, you might struggle with shame where you say, how can God forgive me? How can he forgive this? Or if you struggle with guilt, remember the gospel. Remember the good news. Remember, the, the, God is not half-hearted with the gospel. He says, as far as the east is from the west, that's how far he's removed our transgressions from us. That's how far he's removed our sin from us. That's not half-hearted. God's all in. He didn't just take your sin and put it over there in the corner so you can still see it. He said, no, as far as the east is from the west, declare that over yourself. Remind yourself what God said, what he spoke. That's truth. That's fact. Nick was talking about facts this morning. Let's declare facts, not just feelings. Feelings come and go. Facts remain. The fact is, God is our Father, and He is for us as believers. He's not half-hearted. Let me keep this on. And we're going to go into a few scriptures now, just looking at that the all-in of God. God is all in for the prodigal son. God is all in for you to strongly support you. To strongly support you. Oh, it's too warm. (laughs) He who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Same word in the Greek. As God's looking for our all, he says he's going to give us all. He backs us. He supports us. He's right there. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. He's blessed the church with everything. Not just part two, three, four, one, and he left out some other. No, every spiritual blessing he's given to the church. He's all in. His divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness. Everything we need for life and godliness. All, every, everything. Same root word. It means everything. It means all. God's given us his all. God is for you as a believer. He's backing it up. He says it over and over again in his scriptures. As we believe it, let the word just get in. Build roots in your life where that unbelief just leaves. And you, God actually loves me. God is for me. He is for me. He's with me always. He's with you. He's for you. He said it. His plan is not for us to eke by in this life. Not for us just to get through and like, oh, we're just, we're, we may make it, we may not. He's not sitting back going, I wonder if they're going to make it. And sometimes I think that some, some of us live like that. Okay, we're, we're in charge. God's looking off and he's like, you're making your decisions. I hope they make it. 
God's given us everything. He's for us. He's with us. He's right beside. Strongly support. God is seeking to strongly support you. Everything we need for life and godliness. He's given us everything. If you look at a checklist, and you what do I need for life and godliness? I need, I need the Word of God. I need prayer. His Holy Spirit given to us. The gifts of the Spirit. Right? The very air we breathe. God gives us the very air we breathe. Every cell in your body is held together by the Word of God. He gives us everything we need. He does it all. God is behind it all. He's in it all. He's looking for us to give Him our all. Sometimes our checklist has those if-onlys on it. If only God did this, then okay. Then I'd be all in. God says, I've given you everything you need. Everything. Get ready your if-onlys. He's given you everything you need. If only I had more money. God didn't say, it's not on his checklist. It may be on yours. Let's cross it off. He's given us all we need. There's a, a story, George Mueller. Um, he was a, a British pastor, and God called him to build orphanages. And there's one story I really like where he had a whole orphanage full of boys and, and girls in this one orphanage. And they had no money and they had no food. And George Mueller was a praying man. And he would pray. And that day, he, he prayed. And he said, God, you know our situation. You know that we don't have the funds. You know that we don't have the food. And he prayed on his own. And then he told the kids, okay, kids, set the table. And the kids went and they're like, well, you know, Mr. Mueller, there's no food to put on plates. And he said, just set the table. So the kids went out and they, they set the table. He asked one little girl to give grace with their empty plates. These kids looking at each other, she gave grace. As soon as she did, there was a knock at the door. And it was the baker who lived down the street. God had kept him up all night. God had spoken to the baker and said, go bake fresh bread. And he brought fresh bread for the kids. Just as they were about to eat, fresh bread came in the door. God is over and above, right? More than we can ask and imagine. And then, just as they're about to eat, there's another knock at the door. And it's the dairyman. His truck broke down outside. He has all this milk. Do the kids want milk with their breakfast? Amazing story. Read it. Look it up. It's amazing. God went over and above. They would have been happy with bread. He said, no, you get milk too. Right? God's all in. Let's believe. Let's pray. Let's act in faith. Let's go all in. Let's go all in. God's looking for our hearts. Looking for us just to simply believe. Is God your provider? Okay, let's believe it. Let's live like that. And you see that throughout Scripture. Just the abundance of God. Just the over and above abundance of the Lord. I have come that they may have life. Okay, we were happy with life. And life abundantly. Abundant life. God wants to have abundant life. Are you living the abundant life that God, that God has for you? Strongly supports you. That's what he has for us. That's what he said. Jesus Christ said this. I have come that they may have life. And life abundantly. God is able to do far more than we could ever ask or imagine. And I can imagine a lot. And you can imagine a lot. God can do more than that. There's a more than with God. We take that step, he gives us more than. 
my cup overflows with blessing. It didn't just fill up your cup, it overflows. You see the pattern here? This is God's word. God comes and meets us and gives us more than. He, oh, he, he's all in. He overflows our cup. We are more than conquerors. There's a whole sermon to itself. I don't know what that means. To be a conqueror is pretty impressive. To be more than a conqueror, what's God looking for there? What's he looking at? But there's a more than in it. God has more than for us. We are more than conquerors. And again, how great is the love he's lavished upon us. Lavish love. God is not holding anything back. He's there to strongly support you as a Christian. And if you've ever had someone that strongly supports you, like a father or a brother or a coworker or a good friend, you know that's a great feeling when you have someone that is just with you. It's like Jonathan and his armor bearer in the Old Testament. Jonathan's going to go do something, and his armor bearer says, what you do, I'm with you. Whatever you decide, I'm with you. What a feeling that was for Jonathan, right? It's amazing. And I work with veterans, and many veterans will have that when they come back from, from the arena or the area of combat. They'll, they'll have that. Like, they just, it's a band of brothers. You're with each other. You're for each other. There's something so strong about that, just having a human supporting you what you're doing, watching your back. This is God that says he will strongly support us. The creator of the whole universe, you, me, God is waiting for us to say, okay, I'm going to put my faith in you, God. I'm going to put my trust in you, Lord. And he's there. He's ready. God is not holding anything back. He's given us life. He's given us freedom. He's given us salvation. My cup overflows. God is for you, exclamation mark. He really is. When we look at the world around us, you get the sense that the devil is also not holding anything back. Right? It doesn't take much looking at the world to go, okay, there's stuff, there's stuff happening. Right? The world's not holding anything back. God's not holding anything back. Why would we hold back? We who are washed clean by the blood of the Lamb, we who are being made into the image of his son, we who've been given great and precious promises, we who have a cloak, the best, the best robe, a ring on our fingers, sandals on our feet, why would we hold back from giving our all to God? He's there to meet us. He's there to back us. He's there to strongly support us. If there's an area where you know God is calling you to change, whatever that is, if he's put his finger on something, you said, yes, Lord, and he's put his finger on it again, and you say, yes, Lord, I just encourage you not to hold back. Don't hold back. Believe God. If it's reading the word, if you were convicted about memorizing scripture, get back to it. Don't hold back. Get it in you. Some of these scriptures today, memorize them. When the enemy comes with those flaming darts, you just declare scripture. God is for me. God is with me. Prayer, evangelism, whatever it is the Lord's calling you to, I just encourage you not to hold back. God is not holding back. Please stand with me. God draws near to those who draw near to him. And I'm just going to pray 
And I'm not going to ask you for a raising of hands. We did that last week when the Lord's looking for our all. But I really want you to take this moment. And after we pray, Anne's going to play a song. And just to take the moment to say, Lord, I heard you. You're calling me. And Lord, I see in Scripture you're for me. And just to respond to what God has said. If there's any area where the Lord is, is calling you, where he's calling you, where he's saying, okay, it's time to go all in. He's going to back you. He said it. He's going to back you. So just to make this time between you and the Lord. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you, God, for the backing of, of heaven. We thank you for the arsenal of heaven, Lord. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you for, the, for speaking to us, Lord, sons and daughters, spirit of adoption. We just thank you, God, for the gospel, for the good news. We put our faith this morning in you. We trust you. We trust you, God, our Father. We trust you, Lord, with our lives. We trust you, Lord, with our finances. We trust you with our future. Lord, we trust you, God. We trust you to have our back. We trust you, God, to strongly support us, Lord. We just raise our hands, God. Here, here are we. Here are we, Lord. Here we are. Lord, as you go to and fro, Lord, we say, yes, Lord. Here we are, God. Take our hearts, Lord. We want to give you the all, Lord. We just thank you for everything you've done. We thank you for the over and abundance, God. Our cup overflows. We just declare that over our lives. Our cup overflows, Lord. Every area, overflow, Lord. Have your way, God. Any areas of unbelief, Lord. Anything, God. We just want to root it out, Lord. We pray for your help, Lord. Lead us to truth. 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 Solid foundation. Solid rock of Jesus Christ. And we just thank you, God, that we came to our senses. Amen. Amen. As Anna Mario play here, just let's remain, let's declare these words.